Welcome to the Propreneur Podcast, where we help practice owners become better entrepreneurs. I'm your host, Dino Watt. And welcome once again, everybody, to the Propreneur Podcast. Excited to have you here and joining us again for another episode where we discuss the best practices possible inside of your practice. And today we have a very special guest that I got to meet recently at an event. And I thought, man, this would be a great topic and conversation to have, uh, especially something that I actually am passionate about uh, inside of the orthodontic offices. So once again, before we actually start, I just want to say thank you for sharing this podcast with uh, your friends and colleagues. I was recently at an event where I had a, a good amount of people come up to me and just thank me for having this podcast out there and telling me that they heard this episode and they've been doing this thing on from this one episode. And that just really means a lot to me. So I really appreciate it. We're over our 100 and I think 10th episode mark. And that's always fun to hear that it's actually making a difference for people. So uh, with that being said, let's get going with our today's podcast. Today, I have a very special guest from Gray Finch, which is a software that we're going to talk a lot about. And his name is Jake Julik, who is uh, someone, like I said, I met, I was just going around doing the doing the rounds at uh, uh, an event recently where I see different people and see what technology is out there. Although I don't personally invest in any other technology, I love to be able to get, be a resource for my doctors when they're looking for something new or different or that can help them or shortcut some of the processes that they're doing. And Jake and I had a really nice conversation about what they're up to at Greyfinch and how it, I think, will be a great game changer within the industry. So, Jake, first of all, welcome to the show. Thank you very much. I appreciate you having me. Yeah, it's, I'm really excited that you're on and that we were able to make this happen. I know between yours and mine's schedule, it's been kind of crazy lately, but I really, really appreciate it. Before we get into Greyfinch and what you all do there, let's talk about your story. So give us a little bit of your background, uh, how you got here when doing what you're doing. Yeah, so I started my career in uh, dental orthodontics, actually at Televox, which, you know, has since I think changed names and, you know, not sure what's going on with them anymore. But, um, you know, I was there for quite a while. And, you know, when I was there, I realized that, you know, it's like, man, I need to get out of this because this is what practice management software should be doing, you know, and I felt like that's the direction they were going to go a lot of the things that they were kind of doing. And um, so I had an opportunity to actually join um, Cloud9 Ortho um, as employee, I think number two, we're really early on, you know, we were installing this third customer when I first came on board wow. with them. And so, yeah, we're very early days of, of Cloud9. And, uh, you know, that was great. You know, a lot of, I learned a lot, obviously. And uh, it was the first, you know, truly web-based practice management software out there. Um, so they were really, you know, pioneers in that sense. Um, but I ended up leaving there about for about four and a half, five years um, to, to get Greyfinch started and to help with that. Um, and, you know, the, really what I was trying to do was is really try to look and see like, you know, myself personally, you know, what, what do I think that this industry needs in terms of, you know, um, but, you know, for, for technology and for practice management, because I just didn't feel like that there was a lot of solutions out there really delivering on those things, you know, that, that we were getting asked about all the time, online scheduling, all these different things. And so um, I, I left and, and helped start Greyfinch up and have, have been here ever since then. And um, so that's this is really how I got here. And, uh, you know, it's been a lot of hard work um, to get to where we're at today, but we're very excited. We recently, um, you know, really last January, so January of 2020, right before COVID, uh, we decided to, we were ready to add, you know, um, new customers besides our beta testers that we had, you know, using Greyfinch. Um, we really, before we went to market, we really wanted to make sure 
that the software is different. You know, it wasn't just another web-based practice management software out there because we know how hard it is. I know (laughs) how hard it is for people to want to switch their practice management softwares and that disruption. So we really have to make sure they had a reason for that. So we, um, we waited until um, some people maybe say too long, but you know, uh, that's okay. We, we were happy with it and we were ready to go to market last year. And then of course COVID hit. So that was fun, but um, you know, surprisingly did better than we thought we were going to do, you know, because no one knew who we were, right. You know, and all the meetings were canceled and everything. So that's been a challenge. And that's obviously how we got to meet was at um, a meeting recently. And um, so grateful to have those back in place so that we can start helping spread the word out. So how did you get involved in the orthodontic space? And and at the beginning, like, was this something that you were kind of going towards? Did you fall into it? How did that come about? Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's not a very exciting story, um, unfortunately, (laughs) but really I was, uh, you know, my first job out of school was selling like printing and marketing type stuff, you know, basically B2B. Um, So I was working with uh, customers that way. And uh, I knew that that wasn't really my passion. (laughs) You know, um, I'm really more in the technology and and that aspect of things. And so um, I started, but you know, myself, I wasn't in the dental and orthodontic space at that time, but the company I was actually working for was very heavy oh, in the nice. medical, dental, ortho space. So I kind of could see that aspect of it and it was like, that's where I want to be. I want to be on that side of it in that area. And so I started specifically looking and applying for positions that, you know, were in that space and technology. And that's how I, you know, stumbled across Televox. They had actually recently been acquired and were on a big hiring spree. So I was fortunate enough to, to get hired oh, on there and get my feet wet. Yeah. And, you know, uh, it's it's one of those industries. I feel like it's it's a great industry, and, and once you get in, it's really hard to leave. Um, you know, for a lot of different reasons. But uh, that's that's how I jumped into this space, and Televox was kind of my first step into it. And since then, I've I've never wanted to leave. Wow, that's awesome. So with this whole kind of evolution of your uh, career, go seeing what's happening in the technology side of things, especially when it comes to practice management softwares. Uh, what drew you to Gravefinch that was unique and different in your mind? Yeah, so, um, you know, one of the things that I was wrong about <laughs> that, I, that I thought back in the day was that all these practice management softwares would be building, you know, great patient hubs, letting patient, you know, allowing them to do like, you know, schedule online, all these different things. And, and no one really did that. And, and among other things as well. And so um, that's one of the reasons why I wanted to get out and leave Telebox is I thought all these practice management softwares would start doing all these things. Um, and so, um, yeah, so that's kind of how I got there. And then when I got the, how I ended up over here was I actually met somebody um, that was looking to, you know, uh, start a practice management software, an orthodontic practice management software. It was a group that had been doing a lot of back office services for orthodontic office, general dental and pedo offices. And uh, they realized that there wasn't a lot of great choices out there from the practice management space to manage things from the business perspective or the patient perspective. They were fine clinically, but a lot of them weren't taking into account automation and marketing and follow-up and all those types of things that, you know, that they should be. And so um, they, they were wanting to start their own. And so I was approached by them and um, basically was like, you know, our visions kind of aligned for what we thought the vision of, of practice management software should be in the, in the next, you know, five to 10 years. Such an important thing, right? When you have two visions that align with what you think is, is needed in the, uh, the world of whatever the world is that you're working in, in this case, orthodontics, uh, versus what people actually want, right? And so to be able to align those things is really important. And I personally come from the uh, the online marketing space. So when I got into this industry, one of my challenges was 
seeing almost kind of what you were talking about earlier, there wasn't a whole bunch of uh, campaign building going on. There wasn't a really great usage of how do you just set it and forget it on a few of these email marketing or processes that you're going to be doing. And I always baffled me when I would go and say, okay, well, what, what software allows you to set up an entire campaign and just send it out? And they're like, oh no, yeah, we can send them out. And, you know, their medical records, they can fill that out. We send them the, I'm like, no, 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 no. Like if somebody calls in your office just to find out what hours you're open or whatever, no matter who it is, can't you put them into some sort of campaign where they're automatically for the next X amount of months getting information from you or better yet, kids that are in your OBS program or your, your kids the program who aren't ready for treatment yet, but you want to make sure that they say yes later on. How are you giving them automatic, automated things to make you top of mind as opposed to sending them a birthday card every year, right? Say, hey, we're thinking of you because it's your birthday as opposed to, no, we're giving you information every single month. So that to me was something that I felt was missing. And, and although I've had people say, oh, no, no, ours can do that, ours can do that, I don't see a lot of that actually happening. So was that kind of the same thing going on with your thought process too? Yeah, absolutely. It is. I mean, and that's one of the reasons why we're developing kind of the same thing, you know, the feature sets that we're doing and the path that we're going down. I always like to say there's kind of a method to our madness on the on the way that we develop our software. And you kind of have to have some certain building blocks in place before you can do, you know, maybe you want to get to Z, but you need X and Y first, right? So, um, you know, the first thing that we did was build our appointment widget, which can be embedded directly into a clinic's website, or it could be a light box if the design doesn't work for them. Um, but ultimately, it's the same purpose. And what it is, it allows your new patients to schedule 24-7 365. We're the first ones that have that available, and it goes directly in your practice management software. There's nothing you have to do to set up you know, intermediately or anything like that, it's going to use your schedule templates and directly plug those patients in there. We've seen a 60% increase on average of new patient exams scheduled for our clinics um, when using that appointment widget. And the cool thing about that, 55% of those are coming after hours when clinics are closed, right? So if you got, you know, yep. uh, mom looking at those at night and she's between two different orthodontic offices, right? And one you can schedule right now, the other one you have to fill out a form and, you know, fingers crossed, you maybe get a call back or something the next day, which one are you going to pick? You're going to schedule, you know, you're going to pick the one that you can schedule right now. So that was one of the first things we did um, that is really like, I mean, it honestly pays for Grayfinch, you know, over and over again for our customers from the so, ROI that they get out of it. So and did then, you say uh, that that can integrate into any other software? It integrates any website. Yep. So any, any, website. Any, any clinic website. That's right. So um, it's but, proprietary but to Grayfinch. Oh, okay, so software. it integrates to the website, but they need the Gray Finch practice management software in order to have it connect to their schedule. That's right. That's okay. correct. Yep. Yep. And so then the next thing we did was is made it so they could fill out all their health history stuff electronically, which we kind of um, take a different approach to that than a lot of the other legacy systems, meaning that we've built APIs for everything inside of our software. And so when someone puts their date of birth in, it automatically puts it in their chart. When someone oh. marks that they have a heart condition, it automatically creates a medical alert in their chart for them and marks oh, it. Nice. So you don't have to take that data at the end and then actually input it into their chart. It does it all automatically for you as that patient fills it out. That's so, awesome. yeah, the goal is, is to make that new patient experience, you know, really good, you know, like just super seamless, you know, seamless for them. And so then if they don't fill out their health history stuff ahead of time, right, they come into the clinic, you can text them a link and they can fill it out on their own device. So all of our stuff is bring your own device. No need for iPads in the clinic anymore. No need to charge them, deal with all that kind of stuff, right? Um, and so then you have that new patient. They come in the door to your point, you know, they may be ready for treatment. They may not be, right? And so... Um, 
what our clinics are doing is, is they're introducing our patient hub to those new patients when they come in to try to get them to help sell that case. You know, not only can we provide great straight teeth, we're also really tech, you know, savvy office. We provide two-way texting, HIPAA compliant. We do HIPAA compliant secure messaging now with you as well. We have this great patient hub where you can schedule, reschedule, make your payments, update your auto draft information, print your receipts, get a special FSA HSA receipt, you know, all the types of things that patients want to do, you know, on their own they can now have that capability to do that through our patient hub. Wow. And then to your point, maybe they start, maybe they don't, right? They want to go home and think about it. So yeah. this is where that, that next step comes into play. Um, and so, well, first off, we have reputation management also built in, right? So that patient leaves your office, you can set up in our system to automatically text message them after specific appointments. So you control this as the clinic. And asking them to rate you, you know, how likely are they to refer your friends and family um, on a scale of one to 10, right? Net promoter score. So very well known in the marketing world. So mm -hmm. we just leverage that. And then based on their answer, it's going to prompt them to leave you a review. If they don't rate you high enough, it'll just ask for feedback. So then you can address that and either address it with the patient or the staff, you know, that's appropriate. So now you're getting re reviews and you have reputation management built in, which is so important as well. Um, as you would, as you would probably say in the marketing space, having those reviews is, is huge. And so, yeah. but then now they don't start, right? So right now we're actually literally in the process. We have a customer that can do it now. You know, there's some ways to do it. They say we have a CRM built into Greyfinch, but it's really for, for some of our larger customers, they're able to pull that data and use our system to send out those, you know, emails and text messages and all those kind of things automatically. We're actually, so we have the functionality in the back end already built. By the end of the year, we'll have the UI on the front end of it though. So any user, any of our customers can go in and set those up. And so then oh, wow. those patients that came in, they didn't schedule, no show patients. And it, the cool part about it, Dino, is they're going to get a link in that. They just click on the link and they get a calendar to schedule their appointment. So they don't have to even log into their patient hub to do it. So it's, wow. you know, you got to make it easy for them, right? So yeah, sure. that way you can keep following up. And then, you know, once they're in treatment, their credit card declines, they're going to get text messages and emails automatically, having them update their credit card information as well, too. So really trying to get to that point where we have a full-fledged automated CRM, you know, inside of Greyfinch. Mm -hmm. um, we're not quite there yet, you know, in full, full disclosure, but by the, by the end of the first quarter of next year, because that's, I mean, that's what we're working on right now. Yeah, <laughs> so. Awesome. so what did you see, or maybe didn't see, and maybe you kind of answered this in, in your last uh, answer, but what did you see that wasn't in other softwares that were out there that you felt like Greyfinch could solve the problem? Yeah, I don't think the other softwares really care about and, you know, maybe that they don't care, but they haven't put a focus on the patient experience. Um, that is a big part of Greyfinch. And I've even had doctors tell me that when they call and, you know, talk to me about Greyfinch. They say, really like your guys' philosophy that it's not just for the practice. It's also for your patients. No one's really taken that and done that and think about it in that way. We're in the process of turning all of our stuff into actual iOS and Android apps too. So mm -hmm. patients will have all their data at their fingertips that way and push notifications and secure messaging and all that kind of stuff as well. But, um, you know, the patient experience, when you think about an orthodontic clinic, right, the age that they're treating, the patient age, that doesn't change much. You know, maybe you get some adult patients, right? And then, but then you also have those kids in that age range, right? Those parents of those kids are the same age as they were 10 years ago, roughly, you know, that are bringing in those kids. Well, those parents <laughs> grew up with, with smartphones, 
needing everything. You know, 10 years ago, they, there were smartphones out there. They were doing everything on their smartphone and they wanted, and they grew up that way and that's what they want. And so they want that on demand. They want that personal touch. They want to be able to interact with the clinic and do those types of things. And so those are the people you're now starting to see in the clinic. Well, you better have that technology or they're going to, they potentially could go somewhere that doesn't have that technology. Yeah. Convenience and time. That's right. Convenience and time are the two things that if you can give that back to people, they will uh, be endeared to you. And that's really crucial. So and yep. I think that that's great. So when you guys are implementing Gray Fence, you know, one of the biggest challenges I see with a lot of people is, oh my gosh, we got to integrate a new software, put in a new software. Obviously it's ideal if somebody's, you know, a startup, right? And then, and, and you're up there and they, oh, this is the first software they've ever done. But you've got pushback, you know, a little concern from the doctor. You've got pushback from the team members. have got to learn something new. How do you guys make that easy for them? Yeah, that's a great question. So, you know, uh, I learned a lot over my years at Cloud9 on how, you know, software conversions and those types of things. I started, you know, I was training, you know, at the very beginning. And so I was, I've been involved from the, <laughs> from the very beginning of those processes to, you know, the sales Way and the after support. That's right. So I, I got to soak up a lot of knowledge and, and take a lot of what I've learned and implemented into Greyfinch and, you know, kind of the things that maybe I saw that there could be improvements on, right? So one of the first things that we do, you're right, a software conversion, if someone tells you that it's like easy, you know, they're relying. Now we right. try to make it easy, right? As easy as we can, but sure. it's, you know, it still is a learning curve. And, you know, you're going to have the staff that some of them are going to be really excited about it. And some of them are going to be resistant to change. Yeah. And that's just the world we live in, right? So um, I always try to make sure that this, the clinic is excited about the change and show, even if the doctor is the only one that saw it, I tell them, I want to talk to your staff. <laughs> we need to show your staff and get them pumped about it. Because I assure you, this is going, your, your uh, conversion is going to go so much more smoother if we can get them pumped about it. So what we do is, is um, obviously we do, do a lot of that, but then, it, you know, traditionally a lot of systems, you know, you don't hear much from them besides maybe pulling data and stuff. And then they do your conversion, they come in and you do a lot of setup and those types of things during training cleanup and all those. Yeah. That's right. With Grayfinch, we do all that stuff ahead of time. So we get a prelim pull from your data, usually, you know, a month or two before we're going to do the final conversion, depending on your schedule and our schedule. And uh, then we're going to go through and, and, you know, this is a great opportunity for you to clean up your appointment types, your status, your treatment statuses. You know, you go into some clinics and they got like 55 treatment statuses. And it's like, yeah. that's not the purpose of treatment statuses. The treatment statuses for CRM. And you got to shrink that down because that's your funnel, right? So you don't want, you don't need that many treatment sets. There's other ways, but they have to do it that way because a lot of these softwares are super limited on how they can do things. With Grayfinch, we have many other ways to support. We converted one one time. I literally think they had 60 treatment statuses. We took them down to about 10, you know? So, right. um, so yeah, so we do all that and clean all that stuff up ahead of time and get everything ready to go. And then when we're on site doing your training, um, we're really, uh, you know, focused that first day. We only do one day with no patients. So we're really there with your patients on that Monday. And then Tuesday and Wednesday, you have patients. We find that that works the best because you learn so much better um, with patients Walking and actually it, using yeah, it. Experiential. That's right. And, you know, a lot of, you know, some other systems out there, again, in my past experience that that wasn't done that way. It was done differently. You know, I don't know how they do it now, but you know, I, we really tried this and it works very, very well for our customers. And by the time our trainer leaves on Thursday morning, you know, that office is, you know, usually doing really, really well, but if not, you know, if they need help, we're here to support them that next day. Um, many ways, phone, email, uh, chat. Um, and we have a huge support um, center on the web that they can go to. And, you know, we have help articles, all that good stuff for them. 
Well, let's talk a little bit about that because that's one of the challenges that I know I see with uh, doctors of how like uh, proactive you're going to be versus I have to, you know, always be on you and how easy is it to get a hold of you? Am I going through, you know, waiting for you to call back? I have an emergency. I don't, I can't figure this out. How easy is it going to be for me to get a hold of you uh, versus uh, not versus and including the proactivity of, are you checking in? Are you making sure? And I, I know there's a balance to that, right? Because you've got a lot of clients to serve, but sometimes I feel from what I talk to doctors about is that there's a sense of almost abandonment. It's like, okay, we set you up, we trained you, good luck. And if you have any questions, call our helpline, which is gonna take 24 hours to get to somebody, right? So how do you guys combat that? Cause you know, that's a big issue in the industry. Yeah, for sure. So, um, you know, I think the mediums that people can get a hold of us is a big thing. We're going to be releasing text message too. So you can text us if you need to as well for support. Um, we leverage a support software that helps us manage all that stuff. We also have, if you sent us an email with a question, how do I post a payment? You know, let's just pretend like that's what you sent. Um, we, our support system has a way it reads that email. And if it thinks it finds a help article, it automatically responds with, hey, would this work for you? And so potentially we actually see a pretty you know, high successful rate on that, especially with new, new people, because we know those questions you want to ask. And so if you don't go look it up and you send us an email, we're linking you right to what the support person would have sent you anyways, you know, and it's just instant, basically, right you get a response back. That's right. So that's been really, really um, crucial and helpful is for especially new, new customers. Um, but yeah, existing customers, we send out, you know, we have actually a new initiative now. Um, you know, I was at, I was visiting and this is where sometimes I feel like, you know, you get too much in your own lane and you don't like, you know, see what everybody else is doing out there. Right. And that is so crucial to do that. And so here in Little Rock, there's a software company that, um, I have a friend who, um, you know, runs their HR, you know, department, um, they call it the people departments or whatever. So software companies got to have, you know, different and cool names these days. And so, uh, head of people. And so he invited me over to the new building. And we were sitting there chatting and just, you know, kind of catching up. And, you know, he made a comment to me that, you know, they do things that it's not always the most efficient way, but they feel like it's the right way to do it for their customers. And I feel like us as businesses, we get especially software that we're trying to write things, you know, be automated and efficient for our customers. Even we get in that mindset, too, because we want to do things as fast as possible and efficient. So his example and I and is really kind of hit me. And he said, you know. What about when you guys release a new feature? What do you do? And I said, well, we, you know, write up an email and send it out to all of our customers. And he goes, see, he goes, what's your adoption to those new features? And I said, well, you know, it's, it's decent, but it could be better, you know, especially for some of the smaller things, you know, that people don't know about. And they just read those because we know we get those release notes, you skim through them. I do it personally, even for other softwares that we get, right? Absolutely. So we're actually launching a new initiative um, at the first of this year, and maybe sooner than that, if we can get all of our ducks in a row. We're in the process of hiring quite a few new people right now (laughs) due to our growth. And, um, and, but the new initiative is going to be that we're going to be reaching out to all of our customers, making sure that they're actually utilizing those new features and getting them set up and helping them with it. If they need training, scheduling that training, um, we'll also be doing, you know, webinars weekly as well about that and different topics, you know, how to generate new patients in your clinic and those types of things. And so we want to be a resource and a partner for these clinics. We don't want to just be the practice management software, you know, with all the things that we're doing, we truly can, Grayfinch can help grow your practice, you know, not many other practice management softwares can say that, you know, with what they have in, in their feature sets, you have to use five different solutions to do what we're doing. Right. And so we need to be those, you know, those experts and help them. And, and quite frankly, it's just been a, 
uh, capacity, you know, for us, but we think it's really important to do this. And that kind of dawned on me and talking with them. It's like, that's a great point. You know, you do it because it's efficient, but it doesn't mean it's the right way to do it and the best thing for your customers. So we're going to change the way that we did, you know, do that. And it was really kind of eye opening to me to hear that. So. So if you were a uh, featured chart, you know, those charts where they have like, you know, this product and, or this, this level, you get this amount of things about this level, you're getting all these other things here. If you were a feature chart or were to talk about your feature chart, what are some of the biggest features? And we talked about the scheduling thing, which is, I think is huge. Uh, what are some of the main features that you would say, this is why you would want to look into us? Yeah, for sure. Well, keep in mind with Greyfinch too. We don't do we don't do it where you have different levels. You get everything with Greyfinch, and we did all it that it way. All of it at once. And we did it that way because people have many times over and over again told me they hate all these add-ons because, like, what? Well, yes. It's going to cost this, and then I got to check this box and this box. That's and right. And I'm like, I'm paying all this the money. I'm like, yeah. of this and this and this. I got to fill this. Right. Oh yeah, totally. <laughs> That's right. So we did. We didn't do it that way. We just, um, you know, did it where it's all inclusive. And so some of the biggest features that we're um, hearing uh, about from our customers. I mean, honestly, the HIPAA compliant two-way texting's been huge. You know, we're the only ones that I'm aware of that has truly HIPAA compliant. You know, there wasn't an option to do HIPAA compliant text messaging until last year, um, until the end of well. December of 2019 was the very first person that ever had that certified, the wow. back end provider. So, you know, up until then, you couldn't do it. And so we released it last year. Um, so that has been huge. Quite frankly, uh, it's been a lot bigger than we anticipated. And, and, our, and our SMS bill is a lot higher than we anticipated, but that's okay. That means people are us using it and seeing value in it. And part of that was COVID you know, with how they were communicating and dealing with check-ins and all those kind of things with patients. So um, that's been a huge thing. We also built telehealth into our software. So you can do video calls with patients as well through right through Grayfinch. No need to install anything for you or the patient. And that's been really huge for our customers that are trying to do more and more remote treatments, right? You know, you have these companies out there like Smile Direct Club and there's Candid and Bytes and all these other, you know, um, direct to consumers that are, that's what they pitch, right? Well, there's no reason a, an orthodontist that's sitting, that has a brick and mortar shop can't do the same thing, except yep. for the technology might be missing for them to do it, to make it easy to integrate with their existing schedule, right? Well, with Greyfinch, you can do it. We have it all built into our software. So, um, you know, that, that's been a really big thing and it's been fun to watch that use grow, you know, since we released it. And we honestly yep. released it earlier than we anticipated. We went to our customers after when COVID hit and everyone had to shut down and said, what can we do to help y'all? And they said, telehealth, telehealth, please, telehealth. Uh, so we, we spun that up. I always joke, I think I worked more in those like three to four weeks when, when all the orthodontic offices in the country were closed than I, you know, yeah. trying to help get that up and, and, you know, get that rolled out. So that's been a big, big thing for us. The reputation management, because it helps clinics get reviews as well, um, has also been huge. And then we just released this new feature that I'll, I'll well, a couple, we also released HIPAA compliance, secure messaging too. So you can send your letters and images to your referring doctors, um, all secure and HIPAA compliant. So you don't have to oh, use a third cool. party for that. Um, and then, um, and then we just released this other new feature that the feedback's been pretty fun. Um, you know, I don't know, you know, there is definitely an ROI on it from a terms of time savings and costs from printing and stuff. 
but we basically built a DocuSign functionality directly into our software for contracts. So oh, nice. a patient can be sitting in front of you, you present finances, you agree, you can text them or email them the contract, they get it instantly, they click on the link, open it up, and they can sign it all electronically, hit submit, and it comes right back into Grayfinch automatically. Um, they can also do it at home, right? So the patient's at home and calls in and says, I'm ready to get started. Sweet, we'll send you your contract so you don't have to worry about your paperwork when you get done, you know, get here. And they just do it all from home or wherever they're at. So the feedback from the patients, and this is where I, you know, it's, there's definitely a time saving, right? Printing off your contract, like, you know, having it signed, scanning it back in, they don't have to do any of that. But also the patient experience, again, that we talk about. I have gotten quotes from guard clinics from the patients saying, this is one of the coolest things ever, you know, and it's because no one else is doing it in the dental, you know, dental orthodontic space. You know, there might be some medical op offices out there. I have yet, I still get packets of paper every time I go into a medical clinic. It drives me crazy. Totally, um, me too. I was just talking yeah, about that. Yeah, it just makes your clinic seem really cutting edge, right? And that's so big when you're when you're starting a new new patient. And they're going to tell their friends about it if they think it's that cool. I know it seems silly, but I, I've done that before. You know, walk back into your office and say, hey, just as the doctor, they had this. It was really cool. Yep. Um, with your with your calendar, one of the things that I like too is that if there's any offices out there, many people who have listened to the show know I'm a big proponent of the virtual side of things. How I think being able to offer virtual appointments is going to be huge for your practice. For those that have already embraced it, they already have seen the huge major benefits of that. But having a calendar on their on your website where people can make an appointment anytime, and can they make uh, can they choose if they want a virtual or an in person appointment? Absolutely, they can. Yep. That's yep. cool. If the clinic has it turned on, they can choose either or. That is really, really cool. I'm a yep. big fan of that. And we'll probably be talking more about that in the future. That is amazing. Well, well, man, I think that, that Jake, I think this is a really awesome opportunity. And uh, hopefully people will see the ability that this can bring to their office and the benefits that it can bring to their office as well. I think I think it's great. That's really, really yeah, cool. Yeah, well, appreciate that. You know, it's um, it's been pretty fun to watch even some of our customers take it and do their own thing, right? For example, we had one that with the appointment widget, they set up, a, they spent $5,000 on a Google ad campaign, right? Well, with our appointment widget, what we can do is, is we can actually send um, data back to Google Tag Managers. So, and marketing companies will know how to do all this and, you know, make this work. But essentially what happens is when that new patient schedules, we're shooting that information back into Google Tag Manager, their patient ID. So now with our data warehouse that we have, you can actually connect the two and you can literally see that patient from start to finish and where they came from and start really tracking your patients in a way that has never been able to be done before. Wow, so, that's really cool. Um, yeah, so it's been fun watching them and hearing their stories, you know, and using it in ways that, that I didn't even think about, you know, that we can then share with our customers and, um, you know, let them know about it. Right. So then they can do it and replicate it the same way and have the same. I mean, they, they started like 40 or 50 patients from that one ad campaign because wow. it all directed to that appointment widget and they could see it and they followed them all the way through treat, you know, all the way through when they actually started and they can keep following them all the way through treatment too. Yeah. Right. So if they're yeah. bad payers, you, <laughs> you know, not to run that ad campaign again, if they were all bad payers. So That's right. um, it's, it's pretty cool. Wow, that's really neat. I think the benefit of technology and what they're going to be able to do start integration-wise is, and have been doing, I should say, but especially in our industry, is really going to change the game quite a bit. Yep, I that's agree with cool. that. Well, thank you so much, Jake, for sharing this, all this great information with us and what Great French is up to. We've come to the point of our show where we ask our six questions that we ask everybody. They're rapid-fire questions with rapid-fire answers. Are you ready to play? All right. 
right, what do I win? No, just kidding. <laughs> uh, that, the, the admiration of everybody listening. That's where you win. Uh, <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> uh, all right. Number one question is, what's the most expensive thing private practice owners are missing in their practice, according to you? Um, I would say the ability for them to properly communicate with their patients um, and, and like on an ongoing basis, you know, in, in a way that they're keeping that communication with that patient. Absolutely. Uh, what's a book that you think every private practice owner should read? Um, I, I'm a big Elon Musk fan and, oh. and what Tesla's been doing and what they've done. And I think if you read his biography that, that's come out, you know, it was probably about five years ago or so, but it was a very motivational and, and eye-opening just to hear about how he's really come over a lot of um, the negativity. You know, you can't do this, you can't do that and all that kind of stuff. And it's really good motivating. It's like, you know, don't let those things get in your way. And if you have a vision for your practice and you have a vision for what you want to accomplish, you know, move, find the right people and move forward with it. You know, don't let those distractions get in your way and don't let people tell you you can't do it. I love it. That's great. Um, speaking of books in my book, The Practice Rx, I focus on team culture and team performance as the foundation of business growth. What do you see as the biggest challenge that private practice owners are facing when it comes to their teams and their office culture? Yeah, I think that's, I think they don't put enough emphasis on it, maybe, you know, and not, not everyone is that case, but, you know, I've been in hundreds of, of orthodontic clinics and it always bothers me when I see teams talking about other employees or the doctor behind their back in the you know, break room and all, all those kind of things. And so, um, but then I, on the flip side, I go into clinics where it's like the complete opposite, right? And I think the biggest difference is the doctors seem to really engage their employees, care, and not try to just be their boss all the time. Of course, that's important, but you know, really um, bring that that family atmosphere into that clinic. Y'all are working, they work together so close every right. single day. It's so important that you build that kind of a culture and find the right people. Don't be afraid <laughs> to let someone go. You know, that's one thing that I think that the doctors also like, ah, I, or just not them, but just business owners in general. It's not just, you know, orthodontics this is pertaining to, you know, you got to make sure you get the right people. And if they're not working out, let them go and, and find the right people. Because once you do is, you know, you, you, you probably say in your book, you know, it makes the world a difference and your life's going to be so Magic. much better. Right. Yeah, <laughs> yes. no, totally. It is. Absolutely. Well, let's make sure uh, question number four is always making sure how can people reach out to you and connect with you if they wanted to ask you more questions around Greyfinch? Yeah. So if they go to our website, um, greyfinch.com, G-R-E-Y-F-I-N-C-H.com, um, we have a way to um, obviously submit a form on there. You can call us. The number's on there um, as well. Um, or you can schedule a time to speak with me as well, or, or to, to one of our sales um, associates as well. So uh, there's there's ways to do that. We make it easy for our, uh, just like we try to make it easy for your patients to schedule, we try to make it easier for people that want to talk to us or do business with us, very easy to schedule a time with us too. So you can do that online. Um, and those are the best ways um, to reach out. Of course, you know, Facebook, if you want to, you're on Facebook, Facebook page, send us a message, you know, all those mediums. Obviously, being a technology company, we monitor those and we'll, we'll talk to you any which way makes sense for you. That's awesome. Grayfinch.com. That's great. Okay. What's the best advice that you've ever received in life or in business? Oh, that's tough. Um, you know, I think the best thing that I ever received personally was, you know, in the past, you know, I've been struggling, you know, it, it, you're, you're at a career and you're doing something and, you know, things go bad or, you know, you have a couple of bad days or a couple of weeks and, you know, you just want to quit. And so, you know, there's a new opportunity that may be presented to you. That doesn't always mean that's the right opportunity. You need to make sure that you're saying goodbye 
to something, but you're also very excited about what you're saying hello to, meaning that don't just take a new position or a new job just to take it because you're unhappy with your current position and just to get out of it, because likely you're going to end up in the same spot in that role. So make sure. And that's why every single one of my career moves has been, you know, it's bittersweet to say goodbye. But I've always been, I've never been, you know, as excited as I am about taking on that new role and that new position, you know, when, when I leave what I'm currently. And that's been huge for me, um, you know, to, to follow that, that principle. It's, it's a very valid principle and it's very true. Matter of fact, I was, uh, my wife had just sent me a little study that was done around how people who leave their jobs because they're dissatisfied actually end up being dissatisfied at the next job too if they haven't figured it out for themselves of not expecting the job to make them happy, but making being happy in their job. So it's very interesting. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Last and final question is what's the best resource or tool that every practice owner should be using to grow their practice right now? Um, You know, there's probably a lot of really good answers to that. I I do think that leveraging, um, you know, I'm not a big social media person on it, but I think that leveraging your peers and, and whether that's Facebook groups, whether that's going to meetings and really asking a lot of questions about what they're doing, how they're doing it and being open to hearing how other successful, you know, um, practices are doing things yeah. may seem obvious, but I feel like, you know, and it doesn't, it's not just, I'm again, not just worth it honest business owners in general, sometimes you get in that one way mindset and you don't take a look at what's going on around you. Um, and so leveraging your relationships with people outside of it, um, you know, outside of your bubble, even, you know, make yourself be a little bit more uncomfortable and ask those questions because that's going to help you grow, which will help you grow your clinic too. Love it. So true, man, Jake, you've been full of great information and thank you for sharing us. Although you were here talking about great fence, you gave us all a lot of great ideas of how we can utilize technology to help our practices run better. And I really, really appreciate it. I appreciate you having me on too and looking forward to catching up with you again at uh, the next uh, meeting we run into each other at. Absolutely. Me too. Well, everybody, thank you so much for being here on another episode of the ProPreneur podcast. Again, thank you for sharing this podcast with your friends and colleagues. And don't forget to follow us on Facebook and Instagram and even TikTok now. But uh, our goal here is always to bring you as many best practices as possible to help you better run your practice. And of course, our goal is to always help you be more proactive, uh, proactive, productive, and profitable in all areas of your life and business. Thanks again, everybody. We'll see you on the next episode. Thanks so much again for listening to the ProPreneur podcast. We really appreciate your support. If you haven't subscribed already, please make sure you do so. Also, if you feel like you might be a good fit for our podcast as a guest or know somebody who you think would be, go ahead and email us at dino at dinowatt.com. Again, thanks for support. We'll see you on the next episode.